welcome to Moment for Mission. This is Fred Foy Strang, your host. Today we're going to be talking about defining your mission. So today on Moment for Mission, we're going to begin the process of defining your mission. If I should or my organization should have a mission, then how do I get one? Well, we'll start the ball rolling in just a minute. But first, it's time for a Fred Foy fact. I love the outdoors. My favorite places are the Florida Ocean and our Appalachian Mountain off-grid cabin. We bought a piece of land on the top of a mountain some years ago. It's a beautiful and peaceful place. There was a dilapidated old one-room log cabin on the property, and we've worked hard to restore it to a cozy mountain retreat. No electricity, no indoor plumbing, just a simple place to relax and reflect. So after listening to the previous episodes, you might be thinking it would be a good idea to consider crafting a mission. My notes and book margins and journals often contain the acronym YBH. Yes, but how? For me, that translates into something like, wow, this is a good idea, but the author doesn't say, and I don't have a clue how in the world it can happen. Today, I want to offer some thoughts about the YBH of defining your mission. When you start defining your mission, you are working toward the alignment of that for which you are passionate with your abilities, values, and the world around you. So let's look at a few of those things. Your passion. Most everyone has something that excites them. Now, in my upbringing, the word passion had to do with sex. And certainly sex is passionate, and sex could be your passion. I have a friend for whom it was. She studied to become an excellent sex therapist, so she gets to engage her driving energy every day in her work. But I want us to think about passion apart from sexuality. So let's go back to the dictionary. Merriam-Webster states that passion is an intense, driving, overmastering feeling or conviction, an ardent affection, a deep desire or interest. And one of the definitions in the dictionary refers to passion as the sufferings of Christ between the night of the Last Supper and his death. Actually, the word passion comes from the Latin pati, which means to suffer. So ask yourself, about what do I have fervor, ardor, enthusiasm, zeal? For what would I suffer? Your abilities. Every human being has some sort of abilities. We're each crafted uniquely, interestingly, capably, One of my sons is an incredibly gifted artist. There are very few who can create the beauty that he does. My other son is an expert with the computer and digital media. I'm not, so I'm always getting his help with technology. Some of our abilities are honed with education or training, 
and some of our abilities are mysteriously connected somehow to our DNA. When we're considering how to define your mission, we need to think carefully and critically about what is realistic for us to do. For instance, I played tennis in high school and college, but I never had the ability back then and certainly not now to be a professional tennis player. It would have been ridiculous for me to have tried then or to try now at my age and stage of life. However, if I wanted to give a speech or write an article on, say, tennis and its connection to spirituality, well, I could do that. I research, I write, I speak, and I enjoy those things, and on occasion, I'm okay at it. Ask yourself, what am I good at? And what do I have experience or am training to be skilled? Which of those things do I really enjoy? Your values. No one is void of personal values. Call it what you will. Call it your moral compass, your company policies and procedures, society's imposed mores, your belief system, your ethical foundation. I've lived and visited in regions all around the world, and it's been a great privilege to be invited into the lives of people who look at the world differently. One thing I've observed is every cultural group has some standards within their society. Now, I might deem those standards as very moral and very ethical, or I might deem them to be very base and horribly corrupt. But a standard value exists. It is what allows people to live and interact day to day. When we think about defining your mission, we have to make sure our personal life mission or the institutional mission with which we are connected aligns with our values and belief. When these are divergent, then there is a powerful inner conflict that inhibits the success of the mission. Ask yourself, what do I value? What core beliefs most impact how I think and how I live? Your connection to others. The world has certainly become smaller with the advent of transport and technology. My wife Cecily and I can be door-to-door from our home in the USA to our bungalow in East Africa in about 24 hours. A hundred years ago, it would take two to three months to sail from North America to West Africa, and then who knows how long to cross the continent by caravan. No wonder so many 19th century missionaries and explorers packed their goods in a coffin to take on board. Nowadays, our global connections with the internet and speedy affordable travel makes meaningful connections across continent and culture effective and eye-opening. You may have heard the African proverb, It takes a village to raise a child. This saying affirms that the whole community of people connect with a child in various ways for that child to grow and to thrive. In 1624, English poet John Donne wrote, No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. 
If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less, as well as if a promontory were, as well as any manner of thy friends or thine own were, any man's death diminishes me, because I am involved in mankind, and therefore never sin to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. I can no longer pretend I'm not aware of the conditions of Maasai children in Magadi enduring their daily struggle just to get water, or the continued practice of FGM in many regions of the world, or the staggering reality of human trafficking, or that they're elderly folks just down the street in a nursing home that never, ever get a visitor. Remember the big multi-artist song some years ago, We Are the World? Well, that truly is our reality, we. So I want my personal and organizational mission to make a difference for good. It's fine if the organization with whom I'm associated makes money and provides jobs and economic growth for a region, but if that same group has no sense of corporate social responsibility, then do they merit my time and energy? Ask yourself, Am I meaningfully connected to my community, my church, others in my nation, or the world at large? In what ways can or will aspects of my or my organization's mission augment the lives of others? You know how in the dictionary there are often a number of derivations and meanings of words. Depending on the history and complexity of the word, there could be many nuances of meanings listed. In the same way, our personal or organizational mission is multifaceted. There are subtle changes or very different aspects of meaning to our mission. If possible, it's most beneficial to have an overarching umbrella, conceptual statements which are then defined and expounded upon in subsets to follow. My personal mission goes so far as to have sections that specify a timeline for when I hope to accomplish certain aspects of my mission. For instance, in my personal life mission, my spiritual nurture is really important to me. In my document, I spell this out in sweeping terms, and then I break it down to offer myself checkpoints. Here's one of them. Read one theological or philosophical work every six months. Hey, I know that's not a grand goal, but considering my life context, it's what I can do, and I do read other literature as well. As you are defining your mission, keep in mind that a mission worthy of your deepest passion, your best abilities, and the impartation of your values needs to participate with others toward care and towards mutual fulfillment. Think about it. What could be your moment for mission today? This is Dr. Fred Foy-Sterning. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and have a great day.